0: Hello, everyone. It is Sunday, July 7th. It's 7 o'clock at night. And this is the Tech Educator Podcast, the podcast that's going to be talking to you tonight all about the fantastic stuff that recently happened in San Antonio at ISTE 2013. Want to bring on our co-host for the night? We have seven and a half amazing co-hosts. And I want to bring on the usual crew from the Tech Educator Podcast, uh, broadcasting live from Las Vegas, Mr. Sam Patterson. Sam, how are you today?
1: good i'm still in yucca valley california i drive to vegas tonight but i'm glad
0: you got me there already and uh talk to us a little bit about what's been going on with you and the patui network man the Petui Network and I have
1: been having an amazing time. The two guys and some iPads, uh, Drew and Brad have totally taken over Petui for a couple of weeks doing a bunch of AR work and it blows my mind. This week we're getting back to our roots. We're going storytelling and it should be a really good chat on Tuesday. Just focusing on storytelling and the pedagogy behind storytelling, how it can aid learning and we'll probably throw in some digital storytelling apps there too.
0: Nice, nice. And uh, looking forward today to hearing all the- about your great uh, adventures in San Antonio. Um, so wanna, much fun. want to also welcome on, uh, also on remote right now out in Arizona, Mr. John Samuelson. John, how are you today? I'm okay, Jeff. How are you? Good. Where are you, man? I'm in Arizona at a
2: beautiful spa and resort, the Westward Look, and I am getting ready to do Camp Plug and Play, a week-long iPad training. You could get a week-long iPad training from Lisa Johnson and I if you were here. (laughs) What kind of things are you going to be working on? Well, I'm going to be working on my tan, swimming, drinking. Oh, wait. Oh, you mean the PV? We're actually doing K through 2. And so we're going to go in depth with K through 2 projects and uh, just show a whole bunch of apps and hopefully get to meet a whole bunch of cool people. And uh, I'm really actually very excited for it. Not just the fact that I'm in
0: beautiful Arizona right now. Nice. Keep it looking beautiful. I'll be out there next week, man. Okay. (laughs) Also want to introduce our co-host here from uh, Chicago, Mr. Jeff Herb. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Jeff. Thanks. And uh, what's been going on with Instructional Tech Talk?
3: Uh, this upcoming episode for our Summer PD Series is going to talk about a bunch of different options and the pros and cons for each for creating a virtual space for your classroom. Uh, we're going to be looking at the options like LiveBinders and Moto Schoology, Twitter, um, and just really trying to help people understand what they want to accomplish with their virtual space in their classroom, and then what tool might best suit that. So uh, we'll be reviewing a bunch of different options for people to be able to choose and kind of get going before the craziness of the the school year starts up again in just probably a short month and a half
0: <laughs> which is scary it is scary that it's a month and a half how's everything with the podcast
3: oh it's going well yeah just uh been on a little bit of a break recently had a couple things going on and uh just gonna be looking forward to starting that back up again real soon
0: nice i want to introduce uh, onto the show for the first time and actually i think it's the first time on the teacher cast podcasting network mr chad kafka chad how are you today Hi, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Right, tell us a little bit about yourself, Chad. Uh, I live in Wisconsin.
4: I work as a technology integration specialist in uh, the Franklin Public Schools, which is just a little south of Milwaukee. Uh, Google certified teacher trainer, Apple Distinguished Educator. Do a podcast myself, the uh, Teacher Tech Talk podcast, which is part of the EdReach network. Um, just do all kinds of things to share out different things going on in education.
0: Nice, nice. Well, welcome to the show, and uh, hope to hear all the great things that about what you guys did at, uh, at at ISTE 2013. Yeah, it was my first time there, actually, so happy to share. Nice. Uh, I want to also introduce, we have two more guests tonight. We have Jerry Blumengarten, Mr. Cyberyman. Jerry, how are you tonight?
5: I'm doing fine till Jeff Face talked about brakes. <laughs> I, got, I got my boot here. I got my crotches. What? Oh. But I can still oh, What happened? Broke a bone in my foot. Oh, my gosh. Not a distie. No, no, after okay. ISTE. Okay. Thank goodness. Yeah, really.
0: Talk to us a little bit about yourself, Jerry.
5: <laughs> you got enough time? The 10-second uh, version. <laughs> Very simply, I'm a Twitter-brarian. That's the best way to describe me. (laughs) I
0: I see right now that uh, Steve Anderson just posted the Twitter poll for the week. And, of course, you guys have Ed Chat happening on Tuesdays at what time again?
5: Okay, it's at noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We discussed two topics uh, on that day. uh, We have a poll that's being voted on, and the top two topics get discussed. Nice, nice. nice. And if you think that's enough, and you're, you're really not sure
0: how many more hosts that we can fit into this, we have the beautiful Jamie Vandergrift. Jamie, how are you today?
6: Oh, I'm wonderful. That's wonderful. And, uh, I love introductions like that. <laughs> Welcome to the
0: Tech Educator Podcast. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
6: Well, I'm an instructional technology consultant. I currently um, work with Fulton County Schools here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, in my spare time, I am a co host for Edge of You which is, uh, y'all call it podcasts. We're cute girls, so we like the video purpose for our show. Um, so we, uh, what, I'm sorry, it's true. Um, <laughs> so uh, Edge of You is uh, in for some new stuff. We're moving nights. Um, I believe our plan is new to Monday nights at 9. Um, we got school coming up. We're all mommies, and we all got stuff going on. So we're trying to balance a new schedule. But in addition to Edge of View, um, I'm also social media chair for the Georgia Educational Technology Conference. I'm also a co-mod with Lisa for the NT chat. And I don't sleep. I just work, work, work.
0: Nice. Well, <laughs> guys, we have a lot of people on the show tonight, and of course, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, ISTE 2013 came and went. It was the highlight of everybody's summertime. 20,000 educators all under one roof, all learning about ed tech, all doing workshops. Did we all survive this thing? John's shaking his head no. John, talk to us a little about a little bit about your uh, your ISTE experiences. No, it was it was good. You know, I just
2: I, I really like it when we can go somewhere different. And San Antonio for me is like a home conference, and uh, I don't know if I like the home aspect of of it. So let's move uh, move it out of San Antonio. Let's go somewhere cool, maybe Portland, Seattle. How about Atlanta, San Francisco How about Atlanta? Well, the, yeah, there's Atlanta. <laughs> So um but uh anyway uh, yeah it was it was great i just left there feeling really tired but it was
4: fun <laughs> Chad your first time out at ISTE, what did you think uh to be honest at first very overwhelming I didn't do as much pre-planning as I should have so when I do go again in the future I definitely want to kind of really specifically target some things that I want to hit whether they be sessions or specific vendors I want to talk to um, but I did I mean I, I, I had a great time just the networking alone was, was key uh, but yeah just go 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 each of the days that the uh, conference was going on did you have any uh, any workshops that you went to um, I didn't do any workshops, um, one of the sessions that I went to was, um, was put on by Jenny Magara and Autumn Laidler from Chicago, where they were sharing how they were teaching uh, their students about being good digital citizens and using social networking in a positive way and not being kind of the Kim Kardashian. Um, and that was one of the sessions I attended that not only, I mean, they're friends of mine, but they just, they were sharing a powerful message and felt like I really got a lot out of that and some things I hope to take back to my school district when we start talking about how are we making our students good digital citizens. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Jerry, this was your second uh, ISTE. Uh, how did it differ- from the first one and and what are some of the neat things that you did?
5: I just thought it was just a tremendous experience. Both issues were wonderful. I really feel bad for the people who can't be there because I can't go to all the conferences and uh, it was just an incredible experience. Meeting my PLN, um, uh, listening to the Ignite sessions and uh, the keynotes. (laughs) And going into a couple sessions and just actually going to the cafes, the Bloggers Cafe, Newbie Cafe, hanging out there and just talking to uh, educators, just wonderful. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Sam, you had a, quite an interesting experience at ISTE. You were there for probably a total of six hours.
1: Oh no, it got extended to like eighteen hours, because, at least in town, because they they canceled my return flight. But but, but you, yeah, like you actually, I, um,
0: people I, thought you were showing up the day before, right?
1: They they did, and I think technically I would have if the first flight hadn't been late. I was supposed to get in sometime around midnight, but there was there were some people. I actually had fans waiting for me in in a hotel lobby the night before. Wait a minute, um, you had fans I, you know, waiting for a, you? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the, one of the one of my biggest fans was like waiting in a hotel lobby for me to show up <laughs> until like two a.m. on Tuesday when I wasn't even coming in till Wednesday.
2: Hmm. that's how hard it was that's how hard ISTE is. I forgot what day it was, and I was waiting for Sam until about three a m in the lobby and then I realized oh I was a day early <laughs> that's how much I was working so
0: there we have, we of course want to hear from you out there If you were at ISTE 2013 And have some stories to share You can use the hashtag techeducator Or you can certainly uh, tweet us At techedshow And we're going to be monitoring that For the next uh, hour or so here As we go through our, our ISTE recap if, uh, if you've been there um, Please let <laughs> us know um, Jamie what did you think about ISTE
6: It was wonderful Well first of all I got to meet Most of you there <laughs> Um, And with the exception of John, it would be the first time. I've I've been hanging with John for a while. Um, For me, it was really more of an experience to... to just talk with people. I, I admitted on Edge of you that I only w- actually went to a, half a session the entire time. Um, for me, it was hanging out at Bloggers Cafe and the Newbie Lounge, um, just doing some really cool stuff. Uh, I was part of the virtual learning team for um, Haiku Deck, and so we got to do some tool sharing in Haiku Deck there at SD. And um, So for me, it wasn't really necessarily sessions. Um, it was more so people, and just being able to make connections and face-to-face moments, um, talk to vendors that I work with, um, and then be able to see them face-to-face. So for me, it, it really was just, it was people more than anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Sam, I noticed that when you were there, you, you and I had an opportunity to uh, be judges at, a, at an event. Why don't you talk a little <laughs> bit about that?
1: I, I, I'm i not sure exactly what you're talking about, because I didn't have an opportunity to be a judge. We have, we have pictures of you there. I'm. I, I was there. I was in more of a. He he was in a supporting role, Jeff. Oh, hey Walker. I was the judge, and you know it. Hello. How, how are you, uh, everybody? Uh, this is Walker Pitui. World oh. famous judge of all things Ed tech.
0: Uh, Walker, how was your time, at ISTE? I noticed that you were uh, picking up the babes.
1: Picking up the babe Ramsey. He couldn't keep his hands off me. Yeah, yeah, I made a lot of friends at ISTE. It was fun. Uh, got to come out of the bag, so to speak, and that was nice. Uh, got to see my buddy George again up in the Bloggers Cafe. Mm-hmm. He's so nice. Did, did George George, see uh, Mr. Meknology. He's dreamy. Did you talk to Adam? I, I didn't get to talk to Adam directly. He promised, but didn't deliver.
0: Well, let's talk about that. The, the, of course, the, the big thing for everybody at ISTE this year was Adam Bellows' keynote. Now, we had Adam on a few weeks ago getting ready for this. He said it was going to be a spectacular 4,000 slides and everyone was going to be on their feet. And I think he pretty much delivered. Chad, what did you think of the keynote address?
4: Um, I loved it. And it actually worked out where I was able to see it. I didn't plan correctly. And my flight was supposed to fly out at 145. And like uh, (laughs) somebody else mentioned, my flight got canceled and moved to the next day. So I was able to attend the keynote, which I'm so happy I did, because that was just um, inspiring. it added fuel to my fire as an educator and uh, just really kind of ended things on an awesome note, sending us all back to our different little corners of the world where we're hopefully inspiring others. Mm Mm-hmm. John, I, love you, that it's, I love that it's fully online, so if anyone's listening to this, you can search out Adam Bello's Keynote on YouTube and actually watch the whole entire thing, and I, I've been encouraging educators to do that just because it's a good inspirational message for educators. I,
0: in fact, I just posted it over at uh, the TeacherCast blog, so if you're looking for that, it's uh, I believe Kurt Reese had posted it on his blog, and and uh, so we, we posted that again on TeacherCast. Uh, now, Jeff, you didn't get a chance to go to ISTE this year. Did you have a chance to follow the hashtag or follow the keynotes or or take any of it in
3: well i was definitely trying to follow along as best as i could it wasn't definitely my intention to be there but something came up that tore my attention i had to deal with something else um but you know i definitely would have loved to be there but i felt like i was following the hashtag with all of you guys and um it seems like jeff you've chronicled everything that happened there based on the timeline of interviews that you had scheduled. So I should be able to catch up pretty well with what happened there after watching your uh, videos that you've made. So.
0: It, it was certainly a, a wild time at ISTE. I started organizing interviews about about a month out of this. And I, I next thing I know, I have over 100 interviews scheduled. And I actually started doing interviews two days before the conference opened, which was awesome because we were sitting there on Sunday in the newbie lounge and I had the Lego girls come up and we were, do- we were doing these demos with Legos and it's, it's uh, if you go to teachercast.net slash YouTube, you actually can see our ISTE playlist. Right now we have about 25 or so videos and I got about 45 or so more to go, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've got great interviews with people like Lego and MediaCore and Utopia and, Edutopia and uh, 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 you name it, the who's who of education out there, uh, got a lot of great interviews. Um, Jamie, what did you think of the karaoke night? I'm just curious. You I saw you there, you were taking it all in. Did you get a chance to sing? You talking to me? I'm talking to you.
6: Oh. Y- y- I did not get a chance to sing, although there was quite a bit of peer pressure to get me to sing. I'll tell you no. though, I'll tell you what stopped me from doing it if I'm just sitting there happily enjoying the evening and I just hear this this you know song coming from the stage and i turn around and a man that you know i think i have the utmost respect for as a director of of one-to-one ipads in texas i turn around and carl hooker is on the stage (laughs) I, i i just that moment said there's you can't outdo that you just can't so you might as well just sit down
0: now jerry you were taking part in the karaoke event too but you were not singing you were doing backup guitar
5: that's right, on my blow-up guitar. It works very nicely. the <laughs> picture?
6: Where's that?
0: There's a, there's oh, a few okay. pictures floating around of Jerry and his uh, his instruments. <laughs> I
6: can tweet that out, I'm
0: sure. John, did you get to the karaoke event? I did. I did not, actually. I was,
2: uh, not to name drop, but we were uh, walking along. I was walking along with my friend, Mr. McNology, and um a bunch of people and we we ended up having a we ended up bumping into a uh some ed tech uh people and we were wandering to an italian restaurant we ended up just having dinner and then we just decided hey you know what i, I just said hey i'm gonna go find allison and just talk to her a little bit so that's what we did we just kind of hung out i would i i skipped it
0: chad did you get to the uh karaoke did you find a rooftop bar <laughs>
2: no I just found the rooftop at my hotel actually and they let us sneak out there it was very nice up there and we just we just sat there and just kind of looked out and talked a lot it was kind of it was pretty cool actually nice
0: Chad what about you did you
4: get to the, uh, the the big karaoke event I did I loved it it was a great time just to be outside nice big open spaces and just be able to connect with other people and got to meet a few people there as well and just kind of hang out and socialize.
0: And was that you that I saw singing Love Shack?
4: Was that you? That was not me because I did everyone a favor by not singing <laughs> and uh, <laughs> did, not, did not get up on stage. That's hmm. funny.
2: Well, we know Carl Hooker brings out the Humpty dance every year with his <laughs> iPad. I mean, it's a given. I wasn't there, but I could tell you exactly what Jamie saw because I have it on video from like two or three years ago, and then two years ago, and then last year. Did so, he yeah. throw his
6: shirt off every time because he he threw a, oh, shirt, and into he the threw the
2: a shirt off? Oh, did he throw his shirt off? That's a new one. Uh, a new see,
6: one. you missed that. Yeah. Well, well you know what?
2: I'm kind of glad them. I missed that one. Actually.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: he had two shirts on, but one layer oh, came off and went okay. into the audience. It was... Okay. Well, wow. He is he is magical. He is magical. <laughs> oh, oh. So anyway, Jeff, dude, Jeff, you're too busy doing stuff.
5: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, Jeff, so I so to mention, the, uh,
5: the fact that Adam's speech on uh, your... Now,
1: the uh, one of the things I was impressed with.
0: Go ahead, Jerry.
5: I'm sorry. Uh, I just wanted to get back to Adam's uh, keynote on uh, "You're Invited to Change the World." I think we have to really have each teacher look at it and then be the change in their classroom. We have to take it one step further and get that message out to everyone.
2: It's well, good, and did, I don't know if Chan saw the one where um, EdReach put out the uh, actual page. I, where I agree, Jerry. I think that's the, the, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, Sam is are, are you on delay or something? Sam I think a little late. Okay but um anyway i was talking i was talking about the edreach thing where you can actually skip over the first 26 minutes and uh, get right I, to the keynote and i really like that one and every day i've been busy but i've been tweeting it to arnie duncan every day and it says share adam's um share adam's you know keynotes and i, I told i told them that uh i, I told dan rezak that i would share it with arnie duncan as much as possible and maybe someday he'll watch it <laughs>
6: Maybe he's
2: already watched it. He has not watched it, I guarantee you, because he would actually maybe go and do something with his position in the government. Oh.
6: Tell us how you really feel.
2: Yeah, but he (laughs) won't. But I would welcome him to come on to Techlandia if he ever wants to come on to Techlandia and go toe-to-toe with me.
6: Hey, we take him on interview.
2: Yeah. Come on, Arnie. Where are you? We don't want Mm -hmm. your shills that tweet. We just want you we want some. Hey, did you see? Actually, by the way, did you see this? Not to make this an anti arnie Duncan thing, but did you see where he was being interviewed and he was talking about teachers were the bottom. Teachers in America were the bottom two thirds of their their class, and and he thought that you know, um, in a, in the impossible. reason that other countries were so great was because we'll they got it. the top one third <laughs> of their class, and in America well, right now we're currently last with last the bottom two thirds yeah, of the uh, of the those cl- those of their graduating he class. Would, that's would, that's his solution. That's high school no. class college he, class uh college class i think that's what he really thinks high school college i don't know what he thinks but he doesn't specify anything he just talks in these big generalities but i thought it was very insulting to teachers to talk about us sitting there trying to deal with the hand that he's dealt us and call us like the bottom two-third moron people basically how motivated thanks. thanks arnie yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll
1: put right. that one in the notes for you. You can actually see that. <laughs> if If only we were smarter, everything would be okay. <laughs> yeah it's our fault
2: it's, it's really our fault is what he's saying so we're dumb.
0: let's talk a little bit about summertime and you know we've talked a little bit about ISTE what we saw what we liked how we're doing it I know Chad said it was his first time and, and he knows what to do differently for next year what are some of those things that we can do next year to prepare for ISTE 2014 in Atlanta Chad what would you do differently or what would you bring differently or how would you prepare differently
4: uh, one of the things I would do differently, and i actually I heard this on another podcast recently where um make labels for yourself as far as your name your address your school district your workplace whatever so that if you do want to quickly give fill out one of those raffle tickets or quickly give your information to somebody you can just slap a label down on whatever it is they want you to fill out i had read that before i went there and i was thinking oh i probably won't want to fill out the, that many of those things and then uh, wish i had ahead of time so just going in more prepared i think is uh is key for what i plan to do next year
0: Jamie how about yourself what would you pack differently or what would you bring differently
6: well, I'm really excited because next year I don't have to travel, but like, you know, <laughs> just a little north. So I'm really excited about that. And because I'll be here and most likely be working pretty closely with that committee, it's going to be a whole different ball game for me next year. Um, so I'm very happy to be a part of it so that, you know, there's going to be less surprises. But I definitely agree. Um, the thing I worried about with those rifle tickets was that, that you know, I'm, a, I'm like a super rule follower, and so they said it had to be filled out entirely. And All I was right. thinking, even if I brought out, even if I had brought my labels, I was still going to have to sit and fill out my, my position, my school, all this other contact sure. information. And so I thought, Ugh, what a pain. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think, I think we talked about this on Edge of You. Um, the push was that we all had to write our Twitter handles on um, our name tags. And, and I know that probably seems silly if you're not on Twitter, but if you are, that's like massive, um, just having that connection to know. So it would be great if, you know that was on there but if not perhaps having those labels where you could, you know slap that on some of your stuff but um in all honesty it is it's about being prepared and then I think honestly you just have to accept that you can't do it all um there's no way that you're going to see every session go to all the poster sessions go to through the entire exhibit hall go to you can't do everything. Um, and so you just kind of have to commit to which, what are you there for? What do you want to do? Um, and just kind of take it easy. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like it, Jerry.
0: Jerry's got a message for everybody here. Jerry, throw that one up one more time.
5: It says, tweet me. You can put your uh, Twitter handle on there. I like
3: Stay
0: it. You, nice. That's cool. I think we need tech educator podcast uh, flags for next year, guys. Oh, yep. uh, Jerry, That'd we need
6: cool. those for JETC. So remind me that we-
0: very, very we nice.
4: That's
5: to. a good idea.
4: I don't know about you guys, but I heard Jamie just offer us all a place to stay for next year. Is that <laughs>
0: what you guys heard, too? <laughs> I, I heard something about Peach Cobbler. Did you hear that, Chad? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I, I like that. Peach Cobbler.
6: Well, there could be a cool, like, pre party at my house. I have, like, three acres and, like, a huge, huge front yard. I,
0: um, I, I think Edutopia is listening, and we're going to have the karaoke at Jamie's house next year. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, the problem is that once you get to Atlanta, you'll realize that while I live just south of Atlanta, I'm, I'm not far at all from... Um, from the World Congress Center where it will be held. In Atlanta, traffic is just horrendous, and there's really no easy commute in or <laughs> out of that city, so um, no one would want to have to travel from my house to ISTE back and forth every day just because of, of the insanity of Atlanta traffic, so... I don't,
0: I don't think it was there. free. A little
6: party, yes. But Jamie, I don't think anybody wants to bunk here.
0: Jamie, we, we have that. an audience member here that wants to know can they bring their llama with them to Atlanta?
6: <laughs> their llama. You know, I... Like, I don't, I don't know anything about llamas. I don't know what kind of environment llamas need to live in. I'm thinking Atlanta probably isn't it. But
0: um, sorry, Sam. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, if there's grass and Coca-Cola. The llamas will be fine.
6: Yeah, sure. We do have Coca-Cola and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Nice. Let's talk a little bit about the presentations. I, I did my workshop on Saturday morning. We did a three-hour workshop on how to broadcast, had a podcast. I had, the, had about 20 people running around ISTE with iMovies and doing iMovie trailers. I thought ISTE did an amazing job at setting up the room, making sure we had what we need. I mean, we requested that every, every room had, had Macs and iPads and Apple TVs. And when I got there, everything was set up. We had somebody there to help us out. Out. Um we had an amazing 3 hours of time and and honestly the biggest complaint that people gave me was it wasn't long enough. And I thought that was really, really cool. They had such a good time there. John, I know you did a session. Um, John, are you okay? Um, it's starting to rain, so I was starting to get out of
2: the I knew MacBook Air wasn't going to like that. Um, yeah, we had our three-hour session, and I think everybody complained for mine that it was too long and it needed to be shorter. And so that was there. Um, hold on. Um, hold
0: that thought. Now it's really, really raining. I have to get my stuff real quick. Okay. Sam, what did you think about your session? You flew in and uh, what did your, your, your session was packed. You, you had, what, 200 people in there or so? Sam?
1: Uh, I counted 143 chairs, and I think they were all full. They were awful? And uh, the session went really well. They were all full. All full, sorry. The session went really well. The uh, the tech support was amazing. Um, I was really blown away by the quality of the my whole session up on the uh, the same playlist as Adam Bellows if you just scroll down like you know 18 20 spaces you can see you know my little session um, but yeah it was it was really great a lot of fun and a very responsive and interested audience i was surprised especially for wednesday morning i figured everyone would be you know tired
0: Chad, what did you think uh, first time out about the organization? I, I know there was a lot of ups and ups and downs about it. Um, people were saying it could have been better. Some people were saying it was perfect. How did you feel about just getting around and knowing where things were at ISTE? Uh,
4: I, I felt like I got my lay of the land on the first day. Uh, the Sunday afternoon was pretty light in terms of um, – you know, just, they had the, um, I forget, it. forgive me, I forget the name, was it the uh, Hacked Ed? Hacked Ed on Saturday. Yeah, thank you. That, and that was my first time attending, so that's why I couldn't remember the name, but they had the Hacked Ed event going on, and so I felt like I kind of used that as I was going to those um, unconference sessions to kind of get my lay of the land. Uh, the hotels all seemed close enough, the Riverwalk I thought was great as far as having some places to eat. Uh, organization-wise, I thought I thought it was put together pretty well, but I don't have anything else to compare it to, because like I said, this is my first one, so. Did you get a chance to take the boat ride, Chad? I didn't, but I have been to San Antonio three other times, so I've I've done the boat ride.
5: John what Chad mentioned was important because I think uh, one of the highlights for me was the hacked education day. It was wonderful. Here's a chance for everyone to sit around, discuss, and, and really join together. So I, I would definitely urge everyone to attend that uh, the UN conference the day before ISTE actually starts.
4: Yeah, which and I didn't. And planning my trip, I really didn't know that it was just a happy accident that I got there in time to still attend it. And uh, some people had said, "Oh yeah, you should check this out," and it was great. I picked up a lot of good tips on um, just uh, different programs people are using with kids to kind of get them interested in programming and and all that. So some great things to look into.
0: John, it looks like you went from outside in beautiful Arizona into your grandmother's house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I just avoided
2: the first Arizona monsoon, I guess. I was lucky I moved what I did because it started coming
0: down big time, so I just made it. Sorry about that. <laughs> Jamie, did you get a chance to run around the the boat rides and stuff?
6: I did not, I, but I did some fun social stuff. Um, what did I do? Of course, EdTech karaoke, but um, we had the EdTech Woman Dine event, and so I did that. That was a lot of fun. How I was that? Was there with, was really nice. And you know what? There was a there was a
0: guy there. I, I tried to get oh, in, but I couldn't was the guy there?
6: You yeah. know what?
2: That is so smart of that guy.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> that yeah. is so smart. I That's think like, y'all should do some my,
6: investigating to figure out if you can find out who the one guy was.
2: I know who it was. It was Steve Hardigon. <laughs> and was. And, um, <laughs> I know that um, that was like almost like my classes, my elementary ed classes in school. I was the token guy and like 23 <laughs> girls were in it. Was the greatest years of my life, let me tell you.
4: Chad, next year we have to get Teacher Cast and Ed Reed to uh, broadcast the event yeah i'd reached it uh i was impressed they did some live uh, broadcasting straight through kind of like you were i know you were running around getting interviews for teacher cast but we uh one of the things we got to do there was do a live interview with uh, matt hardy the creator of kit blog and just sat down with him for 10 minutes and he talked about some of the changes we use Kidblog blog in my school district with our sixth and our seventh graders and uh he was talking about some of the changes they're planning to make before the school year starts so that teachers have time to get ready before going back to school in august or september and um i'm actually going to put that out we do a teacher tech talk tidbit just a little short podcast and so i'm gonna take that 10 minute show and put it out this week if you're interested in, in hearing what he had to say it was cool to sit and talk with him and find out how he was an educator that got this going in his own classroom and it exploded into what kid blog is now so just cool to hear the backstory on that
0: and uh while you're there of course this is an interactive show we love having our guests uh, chime in and uh want to say out there to somebody who i really met for the first time miss peggy george is listening to the show right now so hey peggy and uh, we'd love to hear from you. She says she's excited to hear the reflection of ISTE and uh, Peggy. We had a great time out there talking at the uh, EdTech karaoke. I couldn't get her to get up and sing though, but maybe we can do that uh, next year in Atlanta. Um, so, hello, Peggy. And if you're out there again, you can follow us at Tech Ed Show or certainly follow us at the hashtag TechEducator. Um. Mm-hmm. Moving ahead and thinking about, you know, next year, what's your name? Sam, do you have anything that you're going to be doing differently? Would you put the same session? And people were asking me that when I was doing my workshop of would you put the same workshop in or would you want to do something different? Uh, Sam, what do you think about next year? Well,
1: I think that um, I might, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same sec because I don't even know that the session I gave was completely the session I envisioned. Luckily, I <laughs> planned enough that I could kind of learn into what I was going to present. But the the time between when you pitch your session and when ISTE happens is so long, it measured in terms of like ed tech development, that I, I learned so much between those two points. Um, I think what I would do differently next year is just pitch more sessions. Mm-hmm. Is that the
0: idea? Just just apply to do five or six sessions and see what they choose.
1: Um, I that's that's what I've seen. I mean, I think that some people they choose more than one, and you know, then you've just got more work to do. Um, I like the idea of trying to get into doing workshops so the teachers have, you know, time to actually try things out and. Uh, you know, do it in the in the position there. I love the tweets out from your workshop that, that looked really, really interesting. And um, you know, I think that's how you really get people to engage. What they're doing able to put themselves. We are having some difficult times.
0: This I think they're today much more them. likely
1: to content touch as the. Expector,
2: so is Waka messing with, with Sam's controls? Is that what's I'm happening? chewing on the
3: wires. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're having Political some safety issues. I don't know if it's because we have a lot of people in the Google Hangout or not, but uh, every now and then your screens are all whiting out. Um, John, I wanted to ask you a question because you were in a position different than all of us. You were actually standing at a booth, and you were getting bombarded <laughs> by questions and interviewers and teacher casters and stuff like that. What was it like to be standing at a booth for a couple hours and fielding questions? Questions. You know,
2: um, I really like the. I really like doing the poster sessions. Actually, they're kind of fun. I did one at the Ice Conference, and um, you get such a wide range of questions that um, it's it's interesting to just talk to people and just kind of see where they're at and talk about individualized learning. You know, when these teachers come up, they're all these different levels. You try and tell them what, you know, as you talk to them, you kind of decide what they need to know or what they would like to know or they ask you questions. It's cool. Um, The one thing I was going to say for improvements for ISTE for next year is I did like going up to the Bloggers Cafe and I did like the Newbie Lounge, but I really think, and I said this on Techlandia, I really think that next year maybe we need to just get a bunch of us, like the, the power Twitter users maybe, or, you know, the people that are on there and we're hanging out the Bloggers. Cafe, I think we really need to just have this place where people can come that don't know a lot and, I, I mean, that the Bloggers Cafe could be intimidating if you see all those those people there and you kind of know what's going on on Twitter or something like that and you don't feel comfortable going in there. I, I think that they need to make uh, maybe not a newbie lounge, but just a, uh, just a basic Lounge where people can come in And they do have like the Adam Bellows And the Kyle Paces And they go through with people And they have a projector set up And they can talk about what, Almost like we were talking about Almost like um, Ed Camp isty like the, i think that there really needs to be an ed camp ISTE and anybody can come in and you know that samuelson's going to be there for two hours and you can come in and you can ask him anything and and he can try and teach you or show you and if he doesn't know then he'll get kyle pace or somebody over and they'll help out i, I really think that that is an idea that if jamie has any polls, since it's in her town i think that's an idea worth looking into an ed camp lounge
6: I
3: might have some cold. That's yeah. a great idea, we'll too. So,
4: John, do you mean more of like a scheduled thing? Because I was – I don't know if it was actually – was it called the Newbie Lounge that was on the first floor where I yeah, saw I some impromptu sessions just kind of cream up? Are you saying more of like a scheduled thing?
2: No, I'm not even saying like a scheduled thing. But, you know, I was down there, and, you know, it seemed like there was a lot of vendors in the Newbie Lounge when I was there. And it seemed like um, the Newbie well, Lounge kind of became like the overflow for the Bloggers Cafe a little bit. And uh, so I did see some people talking with things. But, yeah, maybe something with more of the – chart paper poster board kind of thing and people could come in and go ahead and and just schedule like what they'd like to hear talk about and then if there were a few people that you know thought that they could field it then they could go in and be like okay here i'm going to talk to you about um you know uh, augmented reality and then you could have drew and and uh brad sitting there and they could talk to him about you know augmented reality and things like that sure sure i don't know how it would work but i just think that that's needed i think that that's 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 something that could be useful to the teachers that are we need to bring more people into the fold on twitter i really believe i know that jeff herb totally agrees with me we need to bring more people we need to find more ways to bring and is the perfect place you've got these people that have traveled bring them into the fold so that we have even more tech you know twitter people superstars we can connect with
0: chad what do you think superstars but you know
3: yeah no, I totally agree with you, John. I think that would be really beneficial.
0: There, there were a lot of booths, though, John, that were giving presentations. And, you know, Chad and I had a chance to not only man and, and spend some time at the Google booth, but also give presentations there. Chad, talk to us a little bit about your time as uh, at the Google booth and what your presentation was all about.
4: Sure. So uh, Google put out the call to anyone that was a Google certified teacher or a Google certified trainer and said, you know what, we have these slots at our booth. There's half the booth as a theater. Um, If you want to present on a specific topic, um, you know, submit a session and then they picked and they filled in and some were 15 minute sessions, some were 30 minute sessions. So you weren't you weren't locked into a whole hour either, you know, as yourself presenting, where you could, you know, go and do that, and then still get back to other things at the conference. Or if you were somebody passing through, you weren't locked into a, a whole hour. If you were there for an hour, maybe you saw one, two, or three sessions. Um, my session in particular was just on using Google Drive with students, just giving some management tips. Uh, when I did kind of a poll to start mine out, I had asked how many people were already using Google Apps, and of the crowd, and I don't know how many were there, but there was only a few that were already using it, and then the rest were completely new. So I felt like hopefully. Hopefully that message hit them a little bit as far as some things to think about with how to share files and folders with kids ways to do that. Um, so mine was just a, a half-hour session. It was about 20, 25 minutes. Um, but then I enjoyed sticking around and watching a few other sessions and then also working the booth. I volunteered to work at the booth. And so some people came up and asked questions about, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And so I, I personally was happy to help people as an educator and hopefully show them a way to do something. And I thought that was just a great way to do it. So The booth was, was
0: really, really good. They, they split us off between who was a teacher and who was a Googler. And it was really up to us to, to talk and to meet people and to, and to field those questions. And then when we had questions that we couldn't answer, then we would pass them off to the Googlers. And I got everything from what's a Chromebook to what's an extension to what is Google Drive. And, and it isn't... You know, you do start to think how much we take advantage that we know some things. And mm-hmm. there were a lot of people that came up and they, they didn't know what Google Apps for Education was. or They didn't know what a Google Drive was. And it was really, really nice to like pass them on to somebody officially from the Google team and go, this is somebody who's on the apps team. Let them help you. Let them sign your school up. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that they're spending thousands of dollars on email systems when they could mm-hmm. be doing Google Apps for Education completely for free. And it was really, really neat to make that connection. I did a a session on Wednesday uh, afternoon um, on creative ways to use Google presentations and basically showing people how it's not just another form of PowerPoint. And, uh, you know, we had about 50 people there or so, and it was a really, really great time. Um, It was difficult doing that presentation when you're 20 feet from the Microsoft booth. (laughs) <laughs> but but overall we had a really great time and Chad I don't know I'm going to ask you here live but I mean have you seen that if they posted those videos yet or are those things out uh, I haven't seen it yet. I know they did ask
4: all of us to fill out a thing that said we gave permission for them to post our <laughs> sessions online, and they were going to do it on a YouTube channel. I haven't seen that yet. One thing I wanted to mention that you kind of alluded to was, uh, and maybe something to think about for next year: if you go there as an educator next year and you specifically need to find an answer about a Google tool, go to the Google booth. There was a there was a social studies teacher that came up. He started a conversation with me. Said, "Hey, I use Google Maps. I want to be able to show a map with some you know some terrain or some of the streets that." There and have the kids, you know, maybe I'd put an image into a Google form and I have them label what it is and, and whatnot. And there was no way that we could find to turn Ooh. off labels so he could accomplish that. So like Jeff just said, put him in touch with the Googler and she didn't know the answer either, but she had a friend on the maps team. And so, I mean, you get <laughs> you get connections to either first or second level for, for what you're trying to do. So just a great opportunity to really talk with the company that's putting out these great educational apps.
0: Yeah, and, and they had a special Google team Teachers to Google trainers evening. I guess I can say that officially, and it was neat because all the questions that we had, we were able to talk to the people who are actually creating those things on Google, right, Chad? So right, right. it yeah, was really, nice. really neat to be able to ask those questions, like where is or what happened to, or and you know, lots of good stuff coming out over the summertime. Um, stuff that we really can't say at this point, but lots of good stuff coming out from Google um, to get ready for the uh, the, the, the the fall there.
2: I think uh, I think to that point too. I think Google gets it. I think that they I think that they're they're doing a good job with what I was saying before, and I think that they get it. There are some vendors and companies that I think understand understand what what we need
7: mm-hmm.
0: i think one of the big themes this year that i don't know if you guys noticed it was mobile app development there was a lot of companies out there that were you know create your own app and create your own app for this or for that or personalized app i mean mobile app creation is the thing i mean uh, and and jerry you have a, an announcement that you and i are working on right do you want do you want to say a couple things about that I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm really
5: excited thanks to Jeff uh, who connected me with uh, Ed Surge and we're working on developing an app for my site.
0: I uh, I did an interview about a month or so ago with App Shed, and uh, we can find that one over at TeacherCast, and I introduced them to Jerry and said, Jerry's got 500,000 links and everybody <laughs> loves them. What can you do? And uh, next thing you know, uh, Jerry and I are putting our heads together, and uh, before, I'm going to say within the next two or three weeks, we're going to be popping out the first version of the com app. So uh, nice. you heard it here first, and You're uh awesome. Coming soon. That's all we can say is we're in the works for it. So if you have if you're out there listening and you have any features that you'd like for Jerry's website uh, app, let me know. And we'll try to we'll try to put that in there.
5: You know, I've been thinking about what John said, and I think maybe we should have a bloggers Twitter. Lounge. Mm-hmm. Use the word Twitter because so many people are connected now, and just try to bring other people into the fold. You know, I hung out idea. in in newbie lounge. And I went around and talked to a lot of people.
0: You, you know, I don't, Chad. Maybe you can talk about this with with the Ed Reach and maybe the, some of the stuff that you did. But I, I, there was a huge disconnect that I found. I, I again, I, I went through and did almost a hundred interviews with people, and more than half of them, I said, "What's your Twitter address?" And mm-hmm. these business people, these people that are being put out there as marketers for their companies, these people that are coming to ISTE to sh- sell their stuff to the connected educators, not the unconnected educators, many of them didn't know what their Twitter addresses were, or they didn't share that with them, or it's not even on their business card. And I don't know if you find that when you – know, you and I are, of course, interviewing mo- many of the same people, Chad, but – it was just really, really odd that you're out there trying to connect to a connected educator and you're not even sharing what your Twitter address is. Um, right, right. I'm, I'm we're actually socially network with those companies. Absolutely. I mean, I'm yeah. finding most of the editing that I'm doing on these interviews is because there's a moment where I say, and what's your Twitter address? And they don't know it. And so, of <laughs> course, I have to edit that part out. But sure. it's just really, really <laughs> odd that, you know, here we are connecting through Twitter, six million educators all at one time, And these companies haven't picked up on that yet Right,
4: right I didn't. I didn't find that as much. I didn't. I didn't get to do as many interviews as you did. But uh, just the <laughs> um, the few right, <laughs> the uh, the few that I did. I mean, I, talking with Matt Hardy from Kidblog, they have a Twitter account that they use regularly, and um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't find that too much. That is surprising to hear that, though. You think they'd want to be reaching as many of their audience or potential audience as they as they can through social networking?
2: I don't know if Waka Petui can have his own Twitter handle. Why can't some of these companies well, you know? Well that's well, what I think.
1: Waka Patouille doesn't think, just, like a puppet can do it.
0: Doesn't just have <laughs> his own Twitter address. He actually had his own media badge running around. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, that that good was that, that's a good story that I hope nobody from ISTE is watching. So uh, Peggy, please don't <laughs> mention this to anybody. But I, I went up on Sunday and I got our media badges for me and my wife and Jerry and 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 everybody else. And and I said I have one more name. And I said y- y- there's no badge here for Waka. And and she's looking at going. Well, I've got four badges here for TeacherCast. I need to get the fifth one. And. And I said, well, I, I need one more badge for a Waka. And, okay, fine, I'll make you one more media badge. So what's the first name? W- Waka. Okay, what's Waka's last name? Patui. Patui. And, and she just looks at me like, are you kidding me? And I, I, I've never wanted to keep a straight face I- in my life. And I was holding onto my wife's hand very, very hard to make sure that I didn't break character. And and I said, well, would you like, like, he's over here. Like, do you want me to have him come over and say hi to you? Um, but, but she gave me the badge. And I walked around And as soon as I got Hello. outside of the room I completely lost it <laughs> uh, walk, How did it feel to have a media badge And running around it, It's a family name
1: <laughs> It felt great I was very important They couldn't stop me I got in everywhere I wanted to Yeah you were even judging contests is somebody bagging down the door?
0: Now, now walk. Oh, yeah. look, I, I need to ask you. We got asked early on in the year, uh, in the in the week, to judge the, the – was a Top Chef or was it what, – what, what was the oh, – the iron. the iron Chef. It was the Iron Chef where, where they put iron people chef. in groups together and they came up with a solution for an ed tech problem, basically. And then we were asked to be judges and – you got a lot of response positively. I, however, was getting booed by people, and I just don't think that was a fair thing.
4: I think I think in the people's defense, you were taking the role of Simon Cowell quite a bit. I was well, there for it. No, no, oh, no. Yes. Wait a wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We
0: were judging on I presentation, and yeah, I was I looking know, at I the know. presentation, going, "This is just not." I'm I live here. I gotta watch this. This was not a good presentation. So when right. you add up the scores, it was like a three out of ten. Sure, sure, and. Yeah, sure, exactly. Who was Paula? Uh, well, uh, Jamie should have been there. Jamie, well, I were you? Have. well yeah, to,
2: there
1: we go. Totally.
6: No, I'm you, so well. your
1: scores overall actually weren't that low compared to others. They just cast you in the role of villain early on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had been there for that. Now, yeah, sorry, I'd I, heard, it. Oh, I, did. I heard. Oh, you should have.
2: I did hear that from somebody. Now that
0: I think about it, they said that you were you were totally Simoning it up. Well, the problem exactly was right after is. we got done that, I had to go man the Google booth, so I was a sitting target for people coming down the ramp and noticing me. <laughs> it was a fun. They time. were like, "You,
1: you did this to
0: us." And then we saw the mariachi band come down the escalator, which was really really fun because there was about a hundred of them. So, ah, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, um. So I guess overall we, we can say here ISTE 2013 was a good event it, it was an amazing event and I guess we all had a good time and uh, you, you know lots of lots of stuff going on this summer uh, Chad talk to us a little bit about stuff that you and over and at the EdReach have going on this summertime. Sure, definitely.
4: Um, EdReach right now is doing a series. Uh, you can find it at edreach.us is our website, uh, specifically edreach.us slash 121, the number one T-O-1. Uh, it's an awesome opportunity for teachers that are going to be teaching if you're in a situation where you're going to be teaching with iPads. Um, it's a free series where they're reaching out and they're bringing in some of these companies like Subtext, uh, some other companies and, and giving them a little bit of screen time to kind of show how to use their project in a one-to-one setting um, or how to use their tools in a one-to-one setting, Uh, and it's run by the gurus that are are really behind those apps, so you can check that out. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, I host a podcast, Teacher Tech Talk, that's also part of the EdReach Network, and uh, you can find us uh, through the EdReach US website. We do a show every week. Uh, We alternate between doing a show where three of us kind of go through tech news, um, share out classroom connections, our cool thing of the week, and then uh, shows opposite of that, we do a, a tidbit where one of us just takes on a small topic and either talks about it or interviews a guest or something that's usually about five to ten minutes long um so just some things to listen to while you're out there mowing the lawn staining the deck doing, <laughs> doing some summer work Ru- and, uh, running
0: from the rain in arizona running from the rain in arizona so so yeah some great things you can find there and lots of other shows there as well nice and jamie talk to us a little bit about what you have you've got something uh, very special coming up this week again right
3: yes
6: edge of you wednesday night we're actually going to be doing it on teacher cast tv um i think we scared jerry um, the four girls on attack. So uh, Jerry has requested some backup. So Jeff will be with us. And so Wednesday night we'll oh. we be uh, interviewing uh, Jerry under the watchful eye of Jeff. So um, we're excited because Jerry and I got to talk at ISTE and we've kind of already mapped out, you know, we're going all the way back to like the college days. So, uh, you know, from college days to app creation, I mean, that's like, who doesn't want to tune in for that?
0: Come on. Nice. And, uh, Jeff, sorry we didn't get you in here, but, uh, talk to us a little bit about, uh, what you're doing in the next few weeks over at Instructional Tech Talk. Well,
3: this week, like I said, I have the next, uh, episode of the Summer PD series that's going to be coming out, and then I will be taking another break as I'm getting married this weekend. So, that's a live podcast then, uh, opportunity. Yeah, there, yeah. there you go. I like it. Um, GoPro camera. <laughs> yeah, right on my head. I think that, that's a perfect. perfect opportunity.
0: On the there. bridesmaids. Yep. Put it there in the boot <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand, Jeff, that uh, Waka is going to be the justice of the peace. Is that right? That,
3: that's what we're trying to arrange. Yeah, I think that would be best best case scenario right there. Nice. Yeah, so then uh, after that, I'll be out for a
1: couple of weeks or going to. I'll M2O go online actually. and get my certificate now.
5: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you are in Vegas, by the way, dude. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, I put up my marriage planning page. Right. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Hope you used it. Actually, you said
3: it to me a couple months ago, and I think we did find something on it that we did use. So it was pretty good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jerry, what's going on with you over the summertime? How's how's those uh, grandbabies and grandpets?
5: Uh, I'm slowed down because of my leg, but I'm going to enjoy each of the grandchildren separately this summer and have a good time with them.
0: Nice. How's the weather been treating you down there in Florida? It was raining all last week.
5: No, it's nice. It's hot. You know, we have two seasons, hot and hotter. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: And, uh, John, what do you got going on once you come back, and how's Techlandia cast? Techlandia is okay. We're
2: trying to get moved over. to. T- <laughs> we're trying to get our stuff moved over, but we're, we're actually going to um, steal a page out of Sam's book, it sounds like, and we're having Drew and Brad on to talk augmented reality. Those guys are all over the place, and that's going to be Tuesday the 16th at 8.30, and that's a special time. <laughs> and I also just wanted to throw out there that uh, – one of the coolest things I saw at ISTI was this new tech tool called LiveSlide, and you can go and sign up for the waitlist at atlaslearning.net, and you can go and check it out. There's a cool video there. It looks really legit, so you can sign up now, and it'll be ready to debut in August. Nice. You go to
6: their endorsement page on top left. I'm like one of their. You go to the endorsement page.
2: Jamie has signed up already. <laughs> nice. Can you say that website? Can you say that website again? Sure. It's atlaslearning.net.
0: Atlas Learning. Got it. And uh, we of course are going to make sure everything is on our uh, show notes, which I will show you shortly. Sam, are you there?
1: Sam, I'm here. I'm not sure where the video went. <laughs> yeah,
0: the video has gone. But uh, talk to us about what we can find this week at oh, Patuie again.
1: And the wires. <laughs> Patui, this week we are talking uh, we're talking what? We're talking storytelling and we'll be looking at some storytelling apps as well as just talking about the pedagogy of storytelling and what it means to tell a story and how we make meaning in the classroom, out of the classroom etc. Thanks Waka, you bet
0: (laughs) (laughs) And for those watching this, that video was very very choppy but I'm sure that you've disturbed a few people in the world (laughs) And of course there's a lot of stuff going on at TeacherCast. We have the residual from all of the uh, entertainment going on at ISTE. Um, Like we said, we have about 85 interviews going up from uh, ISTE 2013. um, Starting... Monday morning at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm starting my my full interviews. So we have uh, tomorrow morning, actually at 9.30, we're going to be going live at TeacherCast.tv with an entrepreneur that's a little bit different. He's actually starting his own school district. Um, He's from this group called the Odyssey Initiative and basically what he did was him and his team got on a bus and traveled all around the world, uh, country actually, asking questions about what makes a good school, what makes a bad school, and they're starting a school district in Brooklyn I think it is and uh, they're looking to uh, you know help out some of those needy kids up there in the New York school district so we'll be hearing from that but of course later on we've got a lot of uh, great podcasts coming in from our uh, wonderful folks that interviewed uh, or that we interviewed at ISTE um, two weeks from now I will be out in Arizona doing a keynote address at the Authentic Learning Conference and uh, is soaking up the weather I think I'm going to go out there and see the Grand Canyon for the first time and then in three weeks, I'm actually going to be flying out to Indiana to uh, meet wonderful people like Brett Clark, Tom Whitby, Shelly Terrell, um, the Edubros, Nick, and uh, and, um, and, 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 and I'm losing my names, and also Kyle Pace will be out there, Tim, Tim Tim Gwynn, Gwynn. and Kyle Pace will be out there for uh, the Greater Clark County Conference, I believe it's called, where I'm going to be doing some broadcasting and also going to be talking all about KidBlog. I've got an hour-long session about that, so it's a busy, busy July, and also Sam and I have have a few things up our sleeve, and uh, lots of good stuff coming on. One of the questions that people have been asking us um, as we've been going through the show today is, where can we find out more about the Tech Educator Show? Where can we find out more about the Tech Educator Podcast? And I want to bring up here our website, our wonderful website, techeducatorpodcast.com, where you can certainly find not only our broadcasting schedule here on the right side, but all of the archives to our video and audio shows. Of course, this show gets put up on iTunes, and you can find that over on techeducatorpodcast.com slash iTunes, where all of our archives are found in the audio format, and of course, all of our video shows are found over at teachercast.net slash Podcast where you can find all of our our video broadcasts. So, lots of great stuff. This is the Tech Educator Podcast, and we are live, of course, each and every Sunday night at 7 o'clock. Next week's topic, guys, did we make a decision on that? Or are we just going to figure that out as we um, go along?
2: I've got one for us. We can talk about Pitbull's new charter school. You want to talk about that one? What is that? I'm I'm dead serious. (laughs) Did you see that Pitbull is starting a charter school? uh, It's true in Miami. I think we need to look into that. I think that needs to be a topic. That I think that I'm I'm willing to look into that. <laughs> that should be an option. Yes. Nice. And Pitbull, yeah, if you need yeah, a nice. if you need a tech teacher, I'm here.
0: Nice, Peggy. <laughs> oh we want to say thank awesome. you so much for the support out there. We love the tweets. Uh, we are looking forward to working together. And uh, again, it was a pleasure meeting you. Um, my name is Jeff Bradbury, and this has been the Tech Educator Podcast. Again, we happen live every single Sunday at seven o'clock. Found right on TeacherCast.tv. TV. And Podcast.com. We will see you next time at 7 o'clock And until that time Please take care of your kids and enjoy a great summertime September will be here shortly Have a good night everybody And I'll see you then <laughs> That's not a good
5: message <laughs>